Let's Talk is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. And we're live. You're listening to Let's Talk, the SQPN community podcast. I'm Dom Bettinelli, and today I'm joined by, once again, Noel Heastacrow. Hello, hello, Noel. Hi, Dom. And all the way from Australia, Lindsay Sant. Hello, Lindsay. Hi, Dom. It's great to be here. So uh, before we get into the show uh, and introducing everyone uh, to Lindsay, I wanted to remind everyone that this is a special short form podcast we're doing, uh, a daily live stream that we're going to be doing as long as uh, we can keep going. Probably not as long as this whole crisis is going to go on, but for for the meantime, it's a a fun thing we're doing. We want to provide a little light, a little levity, a chance for the community to gather around the virtual water cooler, the virtual coffee pot uh, in the morning and uh, have some fun interactions. Uh, we want to stay connected to you, our listeners, our audience, our community. Really, it's more than just a you're more than just an audience. And uh, so you can catch it live on Facebook each weekday at 10:30 a.m. Eastern, 7:30 Pacific, 1:30 uh, Lindsay a.m. Lindsay's time Tuesday <laughs> <Correct>. morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and <Right> then <laughs> we'll put it in the uh, Let's Talk podcast feed as an audio and on the SQPN YouTube channel as a video. So, Lindsay, uh, again, thank you for getting up in the middle of the night and joining us. And uh, could you introduce yourself? Tell us what part of Australia you're from, and then tell us about your podcast, Catholics of Oz. Sure. Yeah, uh, I'm Lindsay Stantz. I'm from Victoria, which is in the southeastern part of the great island of Australia. Um, and the, um, I'm a high school teacher. That's what I, I normally do, I'm teaching senior students. Uh, at the moment, I'm on school holidays and waiting to find out what teaching is going to look like when we get back, whether it's going to be remote or in person, we're just waiting to find out. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a great part of my life, which I really love. Also a husband and father of um, two beautiful boys and my wonderful wife, Isabel, who's letting me stay up this late to, to record this podcast. Awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, Catholics of Oz, um, it's a show that we, um, that we were able to bring to SQPN last year. Uh, and it's a show about providing an Australian perspective about um, different things that are going on in the church, uh, about great ways to for families and people to grow their faith, and also just to share some fun things. You know, we talk about TV shows and technology and things like that too. But um, really, what we're trying to do is just connect with people, and um, and we know we're ordinary lay Catholics, and we want to meet some other ordinary lay people out there as well, and and share our perspective with them. And you do the show with your sister Caroline and with uh, Jared. Yeah, and yeah, so Jared's my brother-in-law and Caroline's my sister, so they're, they're part of the team and they do a great job as well. It's awesome. I have a, I always enjoy, uh, I edit the show, so I always enjoy listening while I edit. And uh, it is interesting to get that, it's, it's, I mean, it, we're all the same sort of people, but it's an interesting, slightly different perspective uh, to, to get while we, you know, while we listen. And uh, I enjoy that very much. I, I like that. Um, and, and folks, if you want to check out the show, it's at sqpn.com slash Oz, O-Z. Uh, to uh, to check it out, uh, excellent. And Noel, so you also, as we've said before, you you are the, one of the two hosts of American Catholic History, and today we have an episode coming out for from that podcast that's re- really relevant. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that episode today? Yeah, so today we're actually talking about the 1918 flu epidemic that hit the entire world, and. Um, it's a little bit different, the flu epidemic, then as today, because um, that flu was 
like it was nasty and it hit fast and hard. And this is sort of just a little bit more long drawn out, longer incubation period, longer, you know, everything. Um, but that just hit fast and hard and you had thousands of deaths. I think um, there was like in Philadelphia, 700 deaths in one day. I mm. mean, just crazy, staggering numbers. And um, so we're going to be talking about uh, the Catholic Church's response, specifically in Philadelphia, that was so hard hit by the flu epidemic and what the uh, what the Catholic Church did there. And it's it's just reading about it and learning about it. It's so heroic, these stories of specifically, um, I mean, especially the nuns who went into people's houses, they they pitched in and worked in hospitals, even if they had no medical training. Um, and I mean, in just enormous numbers, 2000 um, nuns mm. in like a co- over the course of a year and a half, but specifically in one month period who just um, did so much and saved so many lives by being present and able to to nurse and clean and feed and, and yeah. just do so much for people. So just really great stories that uh, we're excited to tell people about. I was also particularly interested. There was a part of the story, and, and there's a lot more of those folks, so just definitely listen to the episode. But uh, there yeah. was a, particularly the story about the uh, seminarians too at St. Charles Borromeo Seminary, who the seminary was shut down, and the seminarians were all went out and were basically digging graves, two hundred graves a day at one point, to carry out that corporal work of mercy to bury the dead and, and just to give people the dignity of a burial. I mean, that was just the the idea of that sort of thing. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, what a great story. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. when we were researching it, I was just like, this is tremendous. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, uh, I wonder if there are 2,000 sisters in Philadelphia now, these <laughs> the religious sisters who, that could be deployed. That was one of the things that we said. We were like, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that there were 2,000. And then the contemplatives stayed continuously mm-hmm. in the cloister, but supported the ones who were out. Uh, right. there. Uh, yeah, I mean, because I, I, cause, uh, the stories of like families where the poor families who the mom and the dad were both sick and the kids were left to fend for themselves and had the sisters not come around, you know, the horrible things that would happen. Right. I was listening to This American Life, the radio program this weekend, and they had a story about this couple in New York who, this a husband and wife and a toddler, and both the husband and the wife are very sick and how they're trying to cope with this. And, you know, the... Mm-hmm. And these sisters, they put themselves at risk, you know, by right. with the influenza. So Right. Yeah, that was we didn't tell that story, but that was one of the stories we read about the sisters going to a house. And, and it was a similar situation, but also other children. And the only one who wasn't sick was a three year old. Oh. And the three year old was trying to take care of. Oh, my gosh. All the family. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's amazing. Crazy. Wow. So uh, check that out, folks. It, that's at sqpn.com slash history. That's uh, today on uh, on SQPN on the American Catholic History Podcast. And uh, uh, we've got to, you got some good episodes coming up, some interesting topics coming up that you let me know that you guys are working on. Uh, so uh, not all not all scary pandemic related things. Uh, there's uh, <laughs> you have one on Yogi Berra, which is a great one. Yes, baseball is has uh, not started, but we felt like people still needed some baseball in their lives yes. right about now. So, yes, uh, yeah. so Yogi and, Berra and will be coming up soon. Any <laughs> story with Yogi Berra has got to be fun because that guy, that guy <laughs> has some of the best quotes, uh, th- some of the funniest things to, to, for someone, to, a, a public figure to say. So that yeah. that sounds great. Uh, so I, I wanted to 
uh, shift. Oh, I have to always do my, my Dom's T-shirt of the day. And so I have today's shirt, which is another mashup. Let me stand up for the for the video, and I'll explain it to the audio in a second. But uh, this is it's a little it's a little old. This shirt, <laughs> uh, you can tell. It's actually I think it was like a cheap T-shirt company, but uh, uh, it's it started to fall apart as soon as I started wearing it and washing it. But uh, it says "Divided Allegiance," and it's got half of the uh, Starship Enterprise and half of the Millennium Falcon. So that's for all you folks out there who are Star Trek and Star Wars fans. Both you love them equally. Uh, like my, like I love my children all the same. I love Star Wars and Star Trek equally. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those memes that I see of Spock where he's going, may the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, or a, uh, was it a picture of uh, Jean-Luc Picard that says, I loved Gandalf in Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like my, I had a different one now uh, that I'll wear maybe later this week, but uh, I, but I spilled coffee on it. I'm like, I can't. I can't wear that on the podcast, but uh, it's it's a it's a good one. Another mashup for uh, for, for two different franchises, not the same ones. But uh, so um, let's quickly shift to discussing our recommendations for what folks can can check out, what what they can uh, some fun things they can pay attention to, interesting things. Uh, Lindsay, I'll let you go first. What what do you have that you want to recommend? Sure. So um, usually on the um, on the school holidays and on most public holidays, um, my friends and I, including Jerry from um, the Catholics of Oz podcast, um, we like to get together and play board games. And um, and my son, uh, Damien, who's 11 years old, loves to join us now. He's starting to get more and more into it. One of our favorite ones is uh, called Star Wars X-Wing Miniatures, and it involves these little spaceships oh, here awesome. uh, that where you upgrade and you add things to and you have little dogfights with them. And it's hours and hours of fun. Um, and what's really good about it is obviously the social element that comes with it too. Unfortunately, because of the social distancing that's going on at the moment, we can't even go to each other's houses and, and do things like that. However, there is a great online um, game that I found on, the, um, on Steam, which is a, a gaming platform, um, and it's called Tabletop Simulator, which allows you to simulate your favorite board games. Um, oh, cool. So basically, yeah, it's awesome. There's a... Um, it basically creates a virtual table in a virtual room and you uh, sit around online with your friends using Skype or some, some other kind of voice service. Um, and you can uh, have a chat while you're playing games together. It's got this great physics engine, so you can pick up dice, you can shuffle cards, you can deal cards and things like that. And there's even something for rage quitters. So if you remember flipping <laughs> over a table when you're angry and you're five years old, it's got that button too. Which, uh, which my, yeah, my son loves a bit too much, but it's a lot of fun to, to do that too. Um, the game is also supported on Steam by a really enthusiastic community, which is great because a lot of people have been recreating their favorite board games from the very simple to the very complex as well. So um, there are thousands of games and if you type it and look for it, it's most likely going to be in there. And there's a very limited number of um, licensed games that some game companies have gotten into and started selling as well. Um, but you can play things like very simple things like chess, checkers, Uno, Monopoly, and then things like Dungeons and Dragons and, of course, you know, X-Wing, so, nice. which is really good for us. Um, so there's a bit of a learning curve. I need to mention this as well for, uh, for people who might be interested. Um, the game doesn't come with any kind of AI that tells you when it's your turn or what you're meant to be doing. Right. So, you need to know the rules of the game like you would if you were setting it up on your table at home and mm. things like that. So you have to make sure you know um, the game itself. But there's lots of really good tutorial videos on how to use Tabletop Simulator. And there's lots of great uh, tutorial videos on YouTube also showing some of your favorite games so it can show you what to do. One of the downsides, I guess, is there's no tactile element. You can't pick things up you know, yourself. It's all non-physical. However, um, 
the the fun, the tension of playing a board game is there. I've, I found just playing with a couple of people. Um, and so is also just the social element, which is why we really do it. Yeah. Um, the game also has a VR mode, which I haven't tried because I haven't got VR at home, but I reckon that'd be really cool to try out. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's, um, that's Tabletop Simulator on Steam, and I highly recommend it. It's a lot awesome. of fun. I may have to check out the X-Wing game for my kids uh, and me, uh, obviously. I, I, I'll play it. But, uh, because, I mean, there's, there's, there'd be six of us who'd want to play. Uh, what, what age range do you think is good for, like, to start with at that? Uh, I reckon if you've got I've, – um, I've played with a couple of friends who have brought their kids along as well. If you've yeah. got a really enthusiastic seven-year-old who's patient enough to learn, it's pretty good. But by the time they get to nine or ten, I reckon it's pretty okay. easy to teach. It's got a – it's got a basic mode that you can play, which is really good. And then it's got the more complex where you can start adding upgrades and tokens and cards and things mm. like that. So, yeah, you I can bet, start them pretty young. I bet I could get uh, all of mine into that then. Oh, the, the, yeah. that, there may be a, that in the, maybe in the future for the Bettinelli uh, family. So well, that'd be great. Yeah, That's a good absolutely. one. <laughs> and, and if they're Star Wars fans, they're going to be more committed to it too. Oh, so yeah. they might enjoy it. <laughs> they're just like me. They're huge Star Wars fans, <laughs> maybe even more so these days. Uh, so, Noelle, what, what do you have uh, for a recommendation for today? Okay, so I was going to um, – I'm very much into classic movies, and I've heard from some people that they've kind of, you know, watched a lot of stuff on Amazon or whatever. So I say now is your time to learn some classic things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I was going to recommend a film noir, but I'm going to change it because my brother got married on Saturday. He's one of the, the many people who are caught up in this and moved his wedding actually up a month because uh, we can only have 10 people at the wedding. So my entire big family couldn't come and oh, we wow. all got to watch it on uh, Zoom instead. Um, so that kind of reminded me, though. So so love in the time of Corona is a, a um, hashtag that's trending, I think, right now. Um, <laughs> I have uh, two other friends who are in that that position as well. I was supposed to be in one of their weddings and I'm also not going to be able to go to her wedding as oh, wow. well with with all of this happening. Um, so that, that brought me in mind of um, a whole genre of movies from World War II of, of kind of the similar thing with weddings that were kind of happening very quickly because of soldiers going off to war and uncertainty of times and, and things. So I thought I would recommend that people check out a movie called The Clock which is, uh, it stars Judy Garland and it's her first and um, uh, first non-singing role. So it mm. really showcases what an amazing actress she actually is. Not just a singer, dancer, you know, had this amazing voice, but she is an amazing actress. It's just um, funny, but also able to, to really enter into a dramatic role with sensitivity. And um, it's a beautiful, a simple, beautiful film uh, about a, a young woman who lives in New York. She's sort of from the Midwest, but she lives in New York now, and she meets a, a soldier. Um, he kind of bumps into her at Penn Station, breaks her heel of her shoe, and and uh, it, they just have a, a he's on a two-day pass, and they just have a day together to get to know each other. Um, and uh, it, so it's just it's just a very simple film, but it's it's beautifully shot. It was directed by Vincent Minnelli, who is just an amazing director. That sounds and, familiar. Um, that name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they, uh, Judy Garland and Vincent Minnelli had met on Meet Me in St. Louis, 
and uh, became a little bit romantically involved, but they sort of reconnected when he took over as director of this movie and they were engaged by the end of making the clock. Um, And their daughter is Liza Minnelli. And their daughter is Liza Minnelli. Right, Right, exactly. Awesome. So um, it's just a, if you are a fan at all of Judy Garland or if you saw the recent movie about Judy Garland Mm -hmm. um, with Renee Zellweger and you're interested in more of Judy Garland's work, it's a great, uh, it's just a a nice uh, movie to watch. And it has um, some some nice... uh, yeah, take you out of what's going on now and enter into a, a really, a really beautiful little relationship happening. So we, we all need a little escapism right now. So that's yeah. good. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'll have a, I have a quick pick. Um, if you are not yet a CBS All Access subscriber, uh, I think this only applies in the U.S. right now. But um, if you want to say watch all of Star Trek Picard, whose season has just mm-hmm. ended and uh, you know wrapped up, and you want to watch it all before April twenty third, I think is when it expires. You can get a free a subscription to CBS All Access, which gets all of the CBS programming, not just uh, Star Trek Picard. Uh, so if you go to the CBS All Access and use the promo code GIFT, G-I-F-T, you will get a free trial subscription that ends on April 23rd. Uh, so uh, check it out. I, I really enjoyed Star Trek Picard. And if you listen to the Secrets of Star Trek, you can hear uh, what we ha- what I and Jimmy Aiken and, and Father Corey Stika have to say about it, uh, generally positive things. And so uh, so check it out. It's an interesting show, and uh, they do a really good job. And you can check out the other CBS programming as well. So uh, I do want to, as we wrap up, I want to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create Let's Talk. Their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue Let's Talk in all the shows at StarQuest, like Catholics of Oz and American Catholic History and, and all the others. So you can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give. So that's it from us. We'd love to hear from you. You can contact us by visiting sqpn.com or the StarQuest Facebook page, if you're not already there now. But uh, you can also uh, come there later and leave a comment, facebook.com slash Media. You can also send an email to letstalk at sqpn.com. And I'll put links to the various things we discussed on our website at sqpn.com slash letstalk. Until next time, Lindsay Thant, sorry, Lindsay Sant, thank you for getting up in the middle of the night and joining us on Let's Talk. Yes, thank you, and good morning to all the community, and good night to any Australians listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, Noel Hestergrow, thank you as well. Thank you, Tom. And once again, I'm Don Bettinelli. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk on StarQuest. <laughs>